So I'm recording this intro with my fiance laying on the bed staring at me and all the animals. Which is odd because I'm talking to myself as I record this, but nevertheless, this episode we did it on a UFC 260. Uh, it was a sad night, but also a happy night, I guess, in many ways, as we'll go over in the show. One thing that's happened since we recorded this is Darren Till is out of that main event. Um, I think it's next weekend, if I'm not mistaken, against Marvin Vittori. Kevin Holland has agreed to take that fight on on a very short notice and just coming off of a fight not that long ago where he pretty much got dominated the entire time. But I guess he didn't take a ton of damage in that fight, so he's going to try to redeem himself from that shit show performance that he gave. Um, so this is it for, for now. Um, all the other podcasts I've been doing are going to be on this channel only. I'm going to try to put out maybe one a week or every other week or whenever I feel like it. And I'm going to mix it up with a bunch of different topics and a bunch of different guests. Um, probably including some with my fiance, which she, she, I haven't even talked to her about yet, but she's going to hear about it soon. I just heard about it. Yeah. Um, I may do some things with my sons that I don't know, just kind of mess around with it and do some different things down the road and, 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 uh, and see how it goes and have a little fun with it because... I don't want this to turn into something that's a chore. I want it to be fun and just things I want to talk about. So that's what we're going to do on here. Before we get into the meat of the show, uh, stop by the unofficial sponsor of the show, Meetup Barbecue in Placentia, California. That is 1450 North Kramer Boulevard. They're actually doing Easter specials this weekend. So if they haven't sold out, uh, check it out. Get some ribs. Some I think they're doing brisket and some other stuff. It's pretty good. Plenty of good beers to check, uh, ch test out there, too. And then also uh, check out Zamida's Guitars for the finest guitar. talking UFC 260 from the Apex Arena. It's uh, Stipe Miocic and Francis Saganu part two. Stipe defending the title in a rematch. We all know how the first one went. And I think we'll start at the top. Uh, Francis Saganu knocks out Stipe uh, like a motherfucker. I mean, I'm not even gonna... Yeah, see, so Matt's, Matt's new to this uh, section of the podcast, but Rich hates Stipe. Oh, you motherfucker. Oh, I came with multiple backgrounds. I, <laughs> I, I like that. appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, I like I love Stipe. I love yeah. him. But I also like Francis. I mean, I, the guy's a stand-up dude. So um, the, the story of this fight, though, uh, the first fight, Francis was going in there, just Bart simpson throwing haymakers, got tired quick. So he had no wrestling takedown defense. Stipe just took him down over and over again and, and dominated him. Um, leading up to the fight, Francis had really shown no improvements, but all of his fights were ending quickly, just like the last time. So I, I didn't see anything different that would determine a different outcome here. But I think uh, what we saw from Francis this time around was a far different fighter. Um, Rich, we'll start with you. What would you take from it? 
Uh, I agree with everything you said there. Um, I think three years is a long time for somebody to grow mentally, uh, emotionally. Uh, from the interviews, from the interviews that I heard in Ganu uh, having with uh, um, Ariel Hawani and these kind of guys, um, he was pretty much saying like, like I had a lot of time to reflect, and you know, I would go back home to the Congo and go back to the salt mines and fucking work there for five days and just kind of put me back in my place and shit like that and I'm and so I think he recentered himself uh, I think he did get overzealous the first fight uh, I thought I think he thought that he was gonna just fucking blast through him Stipe like uh, everybody like he did everybody else right um, with his gorgeous Nubian knockout power right um, and it showed this time he was super patient um, he threw some kicks in there, which is crazy. He threw a couple leg kicks, a couple head kicks. Um, I think he got Stipe uh, super flustered when he stopped that takedown because I know Stipe was banking on that. Once he stopped, once and he then, sprawled, and then he went on, yeah, he went on the over. go behind, I thought the fight was over after that. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. He, was, he dropped like five or six bombs to the fucking back of the dome. I thought it was over. Yeah, but I mean, credit to Stipe, even though I hate him, and I'm glad that the picture in the back is him fucking dying. That's perfect for me. Um, I don't, I just don't like him. I think he's fake. Uh, I, I don't think he puts out fires. I think the fires put him out. Oh come um, on now! Oh my I, gosh! I, I'm serious, dog. I, I don't like the guy. I think he's, I think he's bullshit. Uh, but that's my opinion. Um. Uh, I definitely get some flack for that on this channel. <laughs> well, especially when you fucking but, uh, kiss Conor McGregor's ass on here over and over again. Oh, that's my that's boyfriend. You don't talk about my boyfriend like that. <laughs> you don't talk about my boyfriend like that. Okay. Um, but uh, the greatest thing was watching Stipe go down like that in a heap of shit and get pounded one more time yeah, before her being... Oh, uh, it was gorgeous. But that, that's my take. What'd you take uh, from it, Matt? A Stipe hater seems to be a pretty rare thing. So, like, he seems to be, he seems to be pretty well liked. Yeah, I'm I like Stipe just fine. I'm I'm a uh, full disclosure, a casual MMA fan turned more into it in the last year just because the pandemic left me nothing else to watch. So, got way more into it than I ever intended to. Sure. Uh, it I thought it kind of sucked to see Stipe lose. I I like him just fine. I did see the first fight, although I don't I don't remember it that well. I was probably mm -hmm. drinking. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I like both of them. I, it was I was happy to see Francis win. It, it is true when when uh, when Francis stuffed that takedown and then got it on Stipe's back. I thought I could see the soul leave Stipe's body just momentarily. Yes. Like, uh oh, that was the game plan and it didn't work. I think this fight's over. And that was the moment. Yeah. Yes, I thought the fight was pretty much over after that. I think he took that took the punishment to the back of the head. I thought it was over then. So Stipe's got a hell of a chin. Um, happy for Francis. I guess we'll get to it later, but I, I, I do think it's a little disrespectful that they're just moving on from Stipe potentially getting a rematch. Like that didn't, a trilogy makes sense in my head if he, if Stipe wants it, but I, they don't seem to be all that interested. They've tried to do this several times with this guy now. Um, same thing with DC when he, when he lost DC. Um, the thing about Francis too is <laughs> the one hole in his game was that he just all power, all, all, you know, nuclear bombs coming at you or nothing, but he could be out wrestled. He could be outgassed. Um, there were some people saying they thought Francis was uh, mouth breathing in the second round. I didn't really notice that, but 
the terrifying thing about this guy is if he's throwing a complete mixed martial arts game now into his repertoire, who the fuck is going to stop this guy, dude? Because oh yeah, he, head kicks, leg kicks, wrestling, takedown defense, plus that power. It's like, and then he had patience. He was level changing and he knocked Stipe out with the jab. It wasn't even an overhand or anything like that. Um, this is a terrifying prospect for heavy, for the heavyweight division for years to come. I mean, uh, you know, John Jones tweeted out, show me the money. Dana White responded with, if I was John Jones, I'd be cutting 85s right now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. And now we get that Jones is asking for his release again. So who knows? Um, I think for sure, if Jones is out of this fight, Derek Lewis has got to be next, which mm-hmm. I expect. Derek Lewis to get his ass beat for four and a half rounds and then knock Nganu out with 10 seconds remaining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, here's, but, um, his thing. here's one thing you got to remember though, Mike Stipe is definitely not a wrestler. So the technical side of Stipe's shot was fucking horrible. Like not cause I hate the guy, but like just technically like it, it was a bad shot. He was on his knees. His head was down. He wasn't going to take down that monster like that. Um, his transition wrestling, we call it we call it chain wrestling, where you go one move to the next move to the next move immediately. He had none. He was stuck on that single. Then he got stuck on a double because that's the only thing he had. And uh, once that sprawl was gone, it was, it was over. So Steve uh, would have been maybe a higher level wrestler. Um kind of like DC or, or maybe even like a, um, like an Usman type. Um, I think that he would have got the takedown eventually. I think he wouldn't have expended so much energy trying to get the takedown, but that's, that's, that's why he couldn't take him down. Cause he's not a true, true wrestler. I didn't get the sense that Stipe was ready to hang him up, but he is, was he 38? He's 38. Okay. He's 38 and he's been through some fucking wars. I mean, mm-hmm. Two of them now with Nganu, three with DC. Um, you know, he, he's been through some tough, tough guys. So, I, you know, maybe one or two more. What's that? He did, po- he did finally make an Instagram post today. I don't know if you saw it, but he, he, yeah. he didn't Yeah, he didn't say he wanted to retire, but it did sound like he wanted to, you know, take a breather and figure out what he wants to do with the rest of his life. So, who knows? I get the sense he wanted to fight Nganu again, but maybe That's, not that, I, this year. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, he kind of did this with DC, right? Where like they tried to move on with DC and then he kept saying, no, I want to, you know, I deserve the rematch. Let me get back into it. And he finally Uh just got it. So maybe he'll do that again. I mean, 38, I guess, isn't like in heavyweight years. That's not out of the realm of possibility for him to take six months or a year off and come back. Well, I mean, one guy that was really happy from this event was Dana White because the three fights we're going to talk about from this show, we'll move on to the co-main here. Uh, Dana White. One more more thing. Go ahead. One more thing, Mike. Uh, I, I want to talk about Stipe and just talk about the damage, right? So, yeah. like, did you see how uh, um, Nganu knocked out Overeem, that one fight? Yes. And then over, obviously, everybody saw that. And then Overeem kind of wasn't the same after that. So, like, once you get fucked up like that, like, Stipe was, dude, Stipe looked bad, bro. I Like, oh, all yeah. hate aside, I was, no, I was he did. worried for the guy. It was nasty. His yeah, leg was, bent back. I mean, he went to the shadow realm, dude, for sure. Yeah, he was gone. So, <laughs> yeah, so, dude. He so, was uh, fucking out cold. 
He looked bad. I was worried about him, like, legitimately. Yeah, I don't know if he can take much more of that punishment. Uh, He has a a solid chin, but I don't know if he can take that kind of shit again, bro. Well, it's like you said, though. It's a cumulative damage, too. I mean, you only have so much that you can take from this, and he's been through so many wars. Meanwhile, Ganu... And Ganu really hasn't been in any wars because he's just knocked everybody out like instantly. The, right. the two fights that went the distance was Derek Lewis, who Derek Lewis actually beat Ganu. That was his last right. loss. And then Stipe. Um, other than that, though, he, he really hasn't taken any damage, dude. So the guy's fresh. He's getting better. Uh, scary shit, man. But we'll move on to the co-main. Tyron Woodley coming in off of three straight losses and losing 15 straight rounds, um, pretty much dominated three fights in a row. He's stepping down now to take on Vicente Luque, who I think his last fight before this, he had a pretty impressive win, correct? Rich, do you remember? Luque? Luque, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, Luque, yeah. But two fights before that, he got beat up by Wonderboy pretty good. But I think he had an impressive yes. win his last fight. I can't I can't remember who it was, but you're right. He, I think he uh, he fully dominated uh, that fight. Wasn't it Mike Perry? No, no, was it? No, I he don't beat think Mike so. Perry's ass. I remember that. But anyhow, I can um, look this up. All right, there you go. Well, as yeah. Matt's looking it up, <laughs> so so Woodley came in here. Um, you know his his downfall the last three fights has pretty much been get pressed against the cage or go up against the cage yourself and do nothing and get beat up the entire fight. And he did not do that in this fight. He came out throwing and unfortunately he paid the cost uh, for that. Even though he had staggered Luke at one point, um, Luke hit him and, and Tyron is like flopping all over the place, stumbling everywhere multiple times. And, and he, you know, he's coming back out trying to throw blows he gets hit up against the cage again and then um, goes to the ground. Luke gets him in a Darce choke and uh, uh, Woodley taps out. Four losses in a row now for him. Um, Dana said in the post-fight presser, they asked him, you know, he came out looking pretty good. What do you think? And Dana's like, well, you know, he's 39 and he's lost four in a row. So what, what, what do you get? What do you yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dana, has, Dana has no love loss for Tyron Woodley. I kind of, I kind of fucking hates him. He hates he him hates so much, him. and he's so obvious about one. it. Yeah, he's yeah. obvious about it. He's gonna, he's gonna happily tear up that contract like tomorrow. Yeah. Oh no, he's done. Tyron Woodley doesn't have anything left on his contract. He has no fights left, so it's easy. It's an easy break. Bellator um, for him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah he's well, going uh, Anything you want to add to that fight, Matt? Tyron Woodley released a song after he lost to Usman. His rap debut was called I'll Beat Yo Ass, and he has not indeed beat any ass since then. <laughs> That's all I got to add to that. It was, it was a, it was a, uh, I mean, I kind of felt bad. I'm not a Tyron Woodley fan, but I did kind of feel bad for him because he clearly came to fight. He came out, he was yeah. super explosive. And then as soon as he got rocked, it was like, oh man, he just does not have it anymore. His legs were so wobbly. I thought he was going to collapse. Yeah. Um, Good for Vicente Luque. I don't think we're going to see Tyron Woodley in the UFC again. Good fight, though. I think that was fight of the night. It was entertaining. It was. As long as it lasted, it was super entertaining. Rich? I think that's, I think that's, I think that's Dana White's little, uh, here's your 50 Gs. Get the fuck out of my uh, UFC now. <laughs> yeah. And my life. Or, uh, 
Dana's going to right? do but, something passive aggressive, like pay him that $50,000 all in like pennies. He's yeah. going to send a truck of pennies. <laughs> uh, I agree with Matt. I agree. I agree with Matt. Like the fight was good for the first like 10 seconds. I didn't expect Woodley to go out there and fucking fire like he did. But here's exactly what I saw. Woodley got rocked, but I don't think his brain was rocked. I think that there. Okay. So if you ever got punched, unfortunately, this has happened to me and I trained like a thousand years ago. So I've been punched and my body shut off, but my brain was aware of what was going on. But I looked like a fucking baby deer trying to catch myself, but I couldn't, I couldn't react the way I wanted to. So there's, that's a different kind of rock. So that's what I saw from Woodley. Woodley got rocked. His brain was still on, but his body was off. And then if you notice, before Woodley went down, he actually got one shot on Luke and fucking stumbled him. And I think that kind of gave him some quick energy. And then Luke hit him back and then fucked him up. And then it was over from there. So well, it's uh, funny. I think that's interesting. To go back to the the title fight uh, real quick, the same thing happened. Nganu knocked down Stipe. Stipe got up, hit Nganu, and I actually saw Nganu kind of stumble around, but then he hit him with that jab, and that was game over after that. So the same thing happened in this fight, too. But uh, Woodley was a dominant champion at one point. Um, Not the most exciting fighter, for sure, but... Yeah, Bellator or PFL or or something is next for him because I think uh, I think we're all in agreement yeah. here well, that uh, his UFC runs back. over. Definitely boring to watch. Like Usman is boring to watch. Woodley was boring to watch. Uh, that's why they're not pushing Usman. They're, that's why you don't see Usman uh, every other fucking pick review because he's boring. Nobody wants to see him. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. It's not. You're not wrong. Uh, the third fight we'll talk about from this card, Sean O'Malley making a return. He's taking on Thomas Almeida in this. This was a weird one. Uh, he hits Thomas Almeida, drops him, and then he just kind of walks away. And the ref's like, what are you doing, bitch? This fight's not over. Now, let, me, <laughs> let me jump in here real quick. Go I, 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 I got sucked into the DraftKings thing. And oh, uh, I am... Yeah, and and a first round knockout, you know, you get more points for that, I think. I don't really know. And uh, when he walked away from that knockout, when the guy was like, they weren't calling the fight, I was like, what are you doing? Come on, man, you just cost me some points in DraftKings. Like, yeah, end the end the fight. <laughs> and like, I, I don't, you don't need your stupid walk off knockout for Instagram every time. Just end the fight, idiot. He bugs me a little bit. Oh yeah, he he. <laughs> did you see? I don't know. If he's wearing a shirt that says "Undefeated Sugar Sean." Yeah, like, which he's defeated, clearly defeated. Bitch, you lost. Yeah. <laughs> Last time out. It's, it's okay to lose. You can admit you lost a fight and come back. It's fine. But he re- refuses to – well, yeah. well, did you see the interview with him and Helwani? It, it, no. Yeah. Yeah, I did. When he was, like, in his car and was driving while giving the interview. Yeah, with his kid and his girl in the car. It was so but, weird. But he said he, said he, he said he took the loss, but it's more of a joke now with, like, with Cheeto Vera that – I think he's pissing Cheeto off by saying that. So he knows he knows what the fuck happened. But here's the thing. I, I think he's kind of what's the word am I looking for? Eccentric, maybe? He's kind of out there. He's kind of weird, like a lot of those guys are. Yeah. Um, but 
I, I kind of agree with him. He didn't, he lost, but he didn't lose like skill for skill. Like he got kicked in his fucking leg and it didn't work anymore. And that was it. Like he didn't get like beat the fuck up and choked out and all this kind of shit. He, you know, he, I kind of, I kind of agree with, you know, I kind he's of agree still with lost. I, I mean, it's still a loss. Yeah. It's still I'm not a loss. Saying he I get what you're saying, but it's still yeah. a loss. Yeah. He's entertaining. Oh, like, it's fun to watch fight. I don't like him outside of the ring. I wish I could never hear from him ever again. And then him just occasionally step in and fight. Because uh, he's entertaining as hell in the ring. He's he's great to right. watch. If I didn't know he was a pro fighter, I would think he lives in like, I don't know, desert hot springs in a, in a fucking trailer. And like he's just going through three packs of camp, uh, marble a day. Like he looks like that, man. Like he needs a fucking shower, dude. He looks but, like um, the mayor of Meth Head Candyland. Yeah. <laughs> he, he he knocked this guy out something dirty, dude. He hit him, dropped him, and he was hesitated again, and the ref wasn't stopping it. And then he jumps down and throws a mean ass bomb, dude, on the floor, and just puts this guy's lights out. Uh, I, you know, I think the fight to make with this guy next is to run it back with Cheeto Vera. Cheeto Vera just got dominated by um uh shit the guy that McGregor knocked out I'm drawing a blank he just uh, fought him dude Cerrone well, no 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 when he won the belt when McGregor won the belt oh Aldo yes oh wow he just okay fought Aldo yeah and uh, I'm a Connor oh, fan also so I know my Connor history that's it and uh, he got Cheeto got dominated so. Uh, I would like to see these two run it back, you know, and, and see where it goes from there. Um, Rich, what do you think about that? Um, I like it. I like to, I'd like to see that. Uh, uh, I'm, I have to side with Cheeto because uh, Coach Oyama was my old coach back in the day. So I'm going to have to side with Cheeto on that one. But uh, I think Sean O'Malley beats his ass again. I think so. I think second round, I think Sean O'Malley takes him out. Damn. What do you think, Matt? Yes, I'm all for it. Uh, no leg kicks, and uh, I hope Cheeto wins, but I agree he's probably going to get knocked out. So that's pretty much the headlines from this show. So what we've got on the horizon here, real quick, uh, the next card is Kamaru Usman and Jorge Masvidal, sold-out arena that Dana White loves to brag about in Florida. Oh, yeah. The sold out, <laughs> the future super spreader event of the year. <laughs> uh, but that's the main. And then we've got uh, Weili Zhang and Thug Rose for the title. And then we've got the Bullet defending the title against Jessica Andrade. So three title fights. Um, I expect all three champions to retain. Are we all in here? Good dominantly bitch yeah yeah i think uh, uh didn't kamaru has been like he just fought a couple months ago right like this is a pretty quick turnaround for him yes he yeah. just fought and last month i believe he fought gilbert burns right in yeah. like in like january february maybe? yeah, yeah. Second round. okay that's right okay yeah it's coming back now okay i saw the first jorge fight uh yeah i'm gonna take kamaru usman by toe stomp again 100 <laughs> percent. let me, let, me question. Let, let me throw this out let me throw this Go out ahead. Go ahead. So Masvidal cut 190 pounds the day before. <laughs> yeah. He, he only had, he only had like, what, like a fucking week long camp. 
He said, fuck it. I'm going to go in with the fucking champ. He lasted all five rounds with the champ. He didn't really get dominated except for dominating toe stomps, like you said, Mr. Matt. Uh, I, 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 I might recant what I said. All three, all three are dominating. I don't, I don't think it'll be a dominating victory for Usman. I, I'm almost pulling towards George, but um, I might go. I'm gonna go Usman, but I, I think it's more like a 50-50 for me. Really. I'm still yeah, gonna go but, Usman, but I don't I don't disagree. It was pretty impressive. He had like no camp at that last fight and it was super short notice. It was pretty impressive. He went five rounds. So yeah, I could see it. It could be more competitive than people are giving it credit for. So I the think other so. two, yep, 100%. The other two title fights we're we're thinking is just complete domination, right? By the champions. Yeah. Um Oh, you say was it going to be just a domination by the champions? Yeah, yeah, the other two title fights. So you got Thug Rose and Weili Zhang. Uh, Weili's a champion. I expect her to beat the shit out of Thug Rose. And the bullet is going to dominate Jessica Andrade. I kind of like I kind of like Rose, but uh, yeah, I agree. I expect I don't I don't a full disclosure. I don't know a ton about the women's divisions because again, I'm just learning all of this. But yeah, I don't expect just from what I'm aware of. Don't expect those titles to change. Yeah. Rich, um, I don't expect the title to change, but I think I don't think a lot of people are giving uh, Rose credit for um, how t- how tough she is when she's mentally on. Um, uh, uh, Joanna Janjacek had a fucking war with uh, what, what's her name, Weili Weili mm-hmm. Shane. Yep, uh, a, a fucking war. You saw her forehead after that thing. It was grotesque. But she went all five, and people were saying that it always it was a close fight, right? Thug Rose beat the fuck out of Young Jacek twice, right? So I don't think people are giving Rose enough credit. I don't think she's gonna beat her because I think Weili Zhang is just more explosive, more more powerful. She looks like a little fucking pit bull. Yeah. Um, but I think it's gonna be more competitive than people think. No, I think that's going to be the most competitive fight of, of the three title fights that we named, for sure. Mm. Um, so UFC 262, you've got the vacant uh, lightweight championship now. Habib is finally retired. We can put that to bed finally. Um, so you've got Charles Oliveira and Michael Chandler fighting for the vacant championship. We'll go with you first, Matt. How do you see that one playing out? I don't know. I think that's going to be a really good fight. I'm, but I think I'm going to. Uh, I think I'm going to take Charles Oliveira. I don't know why. I think I like. Wow. I like him. He, I, he's. He's. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go Oliveira. He's on a tear. He's got the momentum. Michael Chandler wants to be champion. I don't blame him. Uh, he had a pretty great debut, but yeah, I don't know. I'm going Oliveira. What do you think, Rich? Uh. You know, I usually I usually don't pick against wrestlers, and I'm not going to this time. I think Chandler is just too much. He's too powerful. He's too um, savvy. Um, I know that Oliveira's been around the block, so he knows his fight IQ is up there as well. I just don't think he is a match for a younger, sexier, hungrier 
uh, guy. I think uh, Chandler is going to stalk him kind of like he did. Uh, what's his face? Um, the fuck was that guy's name? Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker. I think he's going to fucking stalk him. He's going to wait for his opening. And if he has to wrestle, he will. But I think he's going to knock him the fuck out. That's what I think. I do too. Yeah, I'm also thinking well reasoned answer. Win. I want to change my answer. That was good logic. <laughs> one one weird thing about this fight though i mean what a weird and i get why because money but what a weird situation like the third and fourth ranked guy oh yeah is such a unique situation it is yeah it's kind yeah. of fun but it's different uh but i also... agree but i agree that Oliveira should have the shot i mean he's put his time in he's yes. been around the ufc for oh, a long yeah. time he doesn't complain. He's not a little bitch. He's not fucking, you know, outlandish with his fucking comments or anything like that. He's on a tear, like you said. He deserves to fucking be in that title fight. Um, and I think the winner of that, obviously, will probably fight um, Dustin. Will it, yeah, the winner of the trilogy fight. And then, if Connor yeah, beats Dustin, he might get a title down. shot. Right, right, right. You know, are we all are we all in the uh, of the assumption that Dustin wins the trilogy? Uh, I think he is. Rich, I, yeah, I think he is. Will never pick against Connor, but never in my life. Connor's cock is gorgeous, and nobody can beat it. <laughs> okay, I like Connor too. I'm a big Connor fan, but I don't know. I'm, you know, who, who knows? But uh, if I had to bet money, and I probably will be, it's going to probably be on Dustin. <laughs> Look, I don't <laughs> see that. I don't, I don't see that. I, 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 I can see why people think that. Um, Dustin Poirier, seriously, he's the fucking man, dude. Uh, uh, like, Kind of like Oliveira. He's paid his dues. He's worked his way up. You know, he got his ass whooped by fucking Khabib like everybody else did. Right. Um, but I'll just like to throw this out there, that um, Connor was the only one that lasted that long besides, um, besides that fucking New York guy. What's his name? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, I think if Connor gets gets his style back, and I think I think it'll be more of a competitive fight. Uh, I'll never pick against Connor, so Connor wins that fight for me. Okay, that's fair. I hope he wins. For what it's worth, I would like to see him win that fight. Because I think if he loses, I don't know where he goes from there, but if he wins, he's got some more opportunities. Or some more options, I should say. He's always yeah, gonna, nobody's ever gonna nobody's ever gonna deny Connor a fight. He makes too much money. When the money train stops, then he'll have a harder time getting a fight. But till then, it's never gonna dry up. I agree. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. There's some other interesting fights though on this UFC two sixty two card. So it looks like the co-main is going to be Tony Ferguson taking on uh, Benil Darouche, who is a actually Anaheim Hills uh, resident, and his his MMA gym is right here off Lakewood, Matt, or Lakeview. Hey, that's pretty cool. Kings MMA, dude. Okay. So um, I expect him to beat Tony Ferguson. Uh, what do you yeah, think? I, I expect Tony to lose. Yeah. I think that's, he's lost it. Yeah, and he's and he's gotten just completely destroyed by uh, Gaethje and then by um, Oliveira in, in his last fight. So I don't think he's got it anymore. And he's getting up there. He's like 37, 38 now. Yeah. And looks like a different person than he looked like just a couple of years ago. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think this could be it for Tony. What's your take, Rich? Yeah, you know what? Uh, I don't want to disagree with that, but I don't think Dariush is the guy to fucking beat him. Um, I, I just I just think Tony's too savvy and been around too long for that. Dariush is not I, 
I don't want to say that, bro. He he's super high level, but I don't think he's the guy that beats Tony. I think it'll be it, it, it'll be like a Chandler, or like a Oliveira, or like a uh, you know a Gaethje again. Um, you know, I don't think I don't think Benil Dariush is the one. Biggest fight for him for sure. So I, I mean, think he Tony, wins that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if he if he loses that fight, it's over for him. Bellator, here he comes. You know. No, if Darush wins but, this fight, though, that's a huge win for him. This is his biggest fight for sure. Dude, Tony Ferguson is fucking nuts, dude. Yes, he'll bite his fucking dick off to 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 win a fight. Agreed. Yeah, he like, strikes like me. He, as, he strikes me as the type of person that shouldn't go to Bellator. He should retire and spend some time with his remaining brain cells while he still has them. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I get I, that. He, that seems like a better path for him. You've you've also got on this card uh, Jack Hermanson and uh, Edwin Shabazabon. Now, Shabazabon, I remember him getting the fuck beat out of him the last time he fought. This is the Ronda Rousey disciple, correct, Rich? Rich. Yes. Stop watching that Kings game. Yep. Yes. He got the shit beat out of him the last time he fought, right? I'm hearing you. Yeah, that's... That's the disciple. Yeah, yeah, he did. He got fucked up. Who did he fight? Do you Dude, remember? Can you hear me or what? Yeah. I uh, I can't remember who he fought, but um, well, we'll look it up. Mike, can you yeah. hear me? It, it doesn't look like you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. Hello. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he okay. got his ass. He got his ass whooped. He he got his ass whooped for sure. Um, but I can't recall who it was. But yeah, that's that's the um, Ronda Rousey disciple. That coach is horrible. He should be banned. I agree. Uh, yeah, totally. I'm trying to think of who. I mean, it was he got. I mean, he got his ass beat, dude. I'm trying to remember who it was that he fought, man. But anyhow, and then the other thing is, this is kind of weird because like Jack Hermanson, I can't remember the last guy he fought. Does you guys remember that? Dude, Hermanson, Hermanson reminds me of, of like a fucking crypt keeper or something like that, dude. He's just like way out there and scary, bro. I would not want to fight him. Shabazzabon fought Brunson. Remember Brunson knocked him out at the end? I remember this fight now. At the end of the bell, he was out cold, dude, and, and, uh, Herb Dean was like, nah, you're good, dog. Just, just prop him back yeah. up in the court. <laughs> yeah. Herb, Herb back out Herb there, dude. Like, Dust it off, dude. You're good. Shabazzabon was bleeding out of his ears, dude. It was bad. I remember that. I do remember that. I remember that now. Yes. So, let's see. Oh, okay. So, Hermanson fought uh, Marvin Vittori. That was his last fight. That's Greggy's. Yeah. Greggy's boyfriend. Yes, it is. He lost by unanimous decision. So uh, that'll be an interesting one. And then uh, another thing TJ Dillashaw is coming back and he is taking on Corey Sanhagen. He is not, TJ Dillashaw has not fought in what, at least two years, correct? Two years. Two two years years was his suspension. Yeah. Look, TJ Dillashaw, his whole career, has had nipples that could cut diamonds. 
it is the least <laughs> shocking thing in the world that he finally got popped for using steroids. I went back and rewatched his fight with Cody Garbrandt the other day, and same thing. He just looks like a freak in the ring. Yeah. I'm not shocked at he, all. I also don't like him very much. He's shredded beef, that's for sure. Oh, he yeah. He's shredded beef, yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. Amazing. Um, Uh, I don't know if Corey Samhagen can do it. I feel kind of like Benil Daryush. Um, I, I know Samhagen is on his way up, and he just knocked the fuck out of somebody clean. With a flying um, knee. With a flying knee? I but, think that was Frankie uh, Edgar. Yeah, Frankie Edgar. Oh, oh you're right. yeah. You're right. That was a bad yeah, knockout. It was Frankie Edgar. I just don't think uh, Corey Samhagen has what it takes to beat Dillashaw. Unfortunately, I don't like Dillashaw that well as, as much either, but I think Dillashaw is going to work his way back up and be in title contention again. That's my opinion. I think he's that good. Um, he never got popped before. Uh, either he was hiding it really well or he really is true to his story and that this last fight, uh, well, before he got popped, he, he, he said he just wasn't feeling it and he needed the EPO to fucking boost his system back up or whatever the fuck he said. Um, but he never got popped before that. So, uh, you know, I agree with you, though, Matt, like going back and looking at this guy's body, it's just amazing to be that ripped. I mean, just I mean, he was so he's probably has fucking three percent body fat on. Him. Yeah. To be that ripped in the <laughs> ring as you're fighting is um, unbelievable. Right. Uh, he's getting up there. I think he's 36, 37 now. Um yeah, I'm going to take TJ Dillashaw in that fight, begrudgingly. Obviously, he's just pure gorilla testosterone, and he hides it incredibly well. Uh, but I do, th I do think he'll come back. He's he's going to come back with a chip on his shoulder and want to work his way back in. So, yeah, I got Dillashaw. No, I wanted to talk about Jorge Masvidal, dude, because I feel like he's kind of slowly making a heel turn here. I feel like he's costing himself a lot of money and losing a lot of fans. Uh, it's kind of started with all the, the Trump bullshit. I mean, however you fall politically is how you fall. But then I think the one thing everybody's unanimously in agreement of what the fuck is he doing with Jake Paul? Oh yeah. That's it. Well, he's, he's messing with uh, Ben Askren because Jake Paul's going right. to fight Ben Askren. Right. So he's, so he's going to train Jake Paul, which I hate to say it. I think Jake Paul's going to win that fight. And I hate those Paul brothers, but good God. I, I'm not sure Ben Askren's a boxer. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a little weird. The the going back to the the MAGA UFC thing, we don't have to get too deep into this, but it is just a. I cannot think of another example of sports stars aligning because it happened with a bunch of people. Jorge Masvidal and Colby Covington were the were the two most vocal, but aligning so closely with a politician. Yeah, just regardless of the politician, it's just a, a very strange thing. Yeah, and, no, I yeah, agree. Because when you make well, that your brand you eventually have to move on from it, which is what we're seeing now. And yeah. now they're doing all this weird stuff. And Colby's been in some hot water lately. And yeah, it's just very strange. Well, like how Colby's whole gimmick was centered around MAGA. And now that that's gone, yeah. like what, what's he going to do now, dude? MAGA 2024. Well, he, figured, he figured he was going to fight for eight years and that's it, bro. Yeah, he was going to retire when Trump takes <laughs> off. <of> it. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know. It's just but, very, it's very strange. It's a strange way to brand yourself. Dude, Rich, the, the, the fucking shit with Jake Paul, though. Come on, man. Talk about shit yeah, in the I mean, sport. I mean, I, Matt is 100% correct. He, uh, ben Askren, Ben, 
Masvidal hates Ben Askren so much that he would turn his back on his own sport. Yeah. Just to fucking. Why does he hate him that much? Like he already he... almost killed him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. That was so dirty. That was so fucking dirty. It's... Um, but yeah, that's what he's doing. Uh, Matt's hundred percent correct. Um, I, uh, I don't want to say this, but Jake Paul, I think is going to beat the fuck out of Ben Askren, unfortunately. But I mean, Ben Askren's a fucking Olympian. He was in there with Robbie Lawler taking bombs from yeah. Robbie Lawler, bro. Mm -hmm. Bombs. And he, and he, and he said himself, like, I wasn't even rocked in that fight. I mean, I mean, he got picked up and fucking slammed. And I mean, it was like five or six to the face well, with his arm caught. He had no protection. Not, not only that, but I think we often forget that this guy was 19 and 0 in Bellator and won. And yes, is that talent level up to the standard of USC, UFC? No, it is not. But are those guys levels above Joe Schmo in the street or an actor who's trained for a few fights? Yes, they are. So that, well, that has to be taken into account, dude. Dude, he did not fight fucking slugs. Let me tell you that. Now, oh. they might not be UFC worthy anymore. Right. But, dude, Douglas Lima will fucking kick and punch your fucking face off, bitch, and piss down 100%. your face. 100%. He is a fucking animal, a fucking scary government-made cyborg by the fucking... Brazilian government, dude. He's a fucking scary monster, bro. I agree. And and he fucking and Ben Askren fucked him up. Yeah. And if we'll and, see. and if you think it, because I, I remember watching that fight, Ben Askren didn't get the takedown in the first couple of rounds, dog. So he had to fucking stand on his feet with that fucking monster for at least two rounds, and then he finally got the takedown, and then he dominated like he like he normally does, but. Right. He's in there with the fucking murderer, bro. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope you're right. Robbie Lawler either. I'd love I to mean, see Jake Paul lose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I'd love to see him lose. Uh, the other fight I forgot to mention is um, Robert Whitaker is now fighting Kelvin Gaslam instead of uh, Costa, Paula Costa. Yeah, Paula Costa, because Costa, he, he got the Rona, right? He got the Rona. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's out. Gaslam's in. It's interesting because Darren Till is fighting Vittori as well. Stylebender says that he wants to fight Darren Till next, but there's such a weird thing going on here because Whitaker beat Till very handily. If he beats Gaslam, he's obviously the clear number one contender. But if Vittori beats Till, I think Vittori is the only guy that has had a split decision with uh, Stylebender coming up so th these are all interesting kind of scenarios here um you know if, if it if it plays out that way darren till i mean i if he loses this fight with with vittori i feel like there's more hype behind this guy than there is actual talent which yeah I, I agree mike i agree mike um i think they they pushed darren till way too fast um, I think they put him in and with the big dogs too soon. He got fucked up by Woodley when Woodley was still tough. Um, he got he got fucked up by Masvidal, nasty. 
yeah. fucking knockout, go to sleep, shadow realm shit. Um, I don't think Robert Whitaker has it anymore. Uh, my hate for him is not as bad as Stipe, but um, I don't think Robert Whitaker has it anymore. Uh, I don't think he should be. Dude, Kevin Gaslam is like, is like the gatekeeper, bro. Like, yeah. you have to beat him to get a number one title shot. He has to beat like, he has to beat like fucking like, you know, a Vittori or one of those up and coming guys that's higher than that. What what's Kevin Gaslam ranked? Fucking six, eight, seven, something, something like that. Like that? Yeah. yeah. The Ga- Gaslam, unfortunately, I like Gaslam, but when he had that war with uh, Izzy, he just wasn't the same. I mean, one fight he looked pretty good, but then. He just wasn't the same. You can't go through shit like that, man, and fucking be normal. His brain cells are definitely fucking scrambled. Yeah. Uh, who do you think should be next for Stylebender, Matt? I have no idea. I was actually thinking about that when he lost uh, mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, cool. He's going to go back down and fight everybody he's already fought. Again, this is a division I'm not super familiar with. I'm, I'm trying to get caught up on it. But he hasn't he basically fought all the contenders? Yes. Yeah, except so Darren, Darren yeah. Till is new to the That's division, right. so he has That's not right. fought Darren Till. And I think they're angling for Darren Till to be his next fight. I'm pretty sure. But how can you do that when he just fucking lost to, to uh, Robert Whitaker? I don't know, man. Uh, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters anymore in the yeah, UFC. The rankings, the rankings are just a suggestion. Logic is out the window. People kind of know who he is. It's fine. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, um, Izzy, Izzy's been saying he wants till right or or is it yes Vittori? i no, think he, is, right? he wants till he wants till yeah so i guess the champ can call his shots too you know yeah but That's he fucked thing. up robert whitaker twice though he fucked him up twice no he didn't they never fought a second time i thought they fought a second time no Mm-mm. what am i thinking about oh i'm thinking about romero yes about whitaker romero. fucked up romero twice yes 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 well i would fuck him up but I wouldn't say fuck. He beat him. Yeah, he beat, he beat him. him. He beat him twice. So, I was so thinking about Romero. The other thing I, I want to talk about uh, real quick before we get out of here: How do we see this John Jones thing playing out? Does does do they pay him what he wants? <laughs> Rich is saying cut him. Uh, you know, that, is he scared of Nganu? Like, what's the deal here? I don't know if he's scared of Nganu. John Jones is is. I'm not sure John Jones is is like that, but. He does seem to love drama more than anything else. I could absolutely see him dragging this out, like dragging out whatever negotiations are happening. I actually don't, I'm not convinced that fight's going to happen. I think it's going to be uh, uh, Nganu, Derek Lewis. If I was going to bet on who he fights next, I'd say it's Derek Lewis. Stipe seems to want some time off. The UFC doesn't seem interested in doing the rematch. Uh, John Jones is very dramatic and Derek Lewis is just there doing whatever Derek Lewis does. His balls is hot. His balls is hot. <laughs> yep. He's he's yeah, and who who said it's just gonna be uh Ngannou's just gonna just gonna destroy him for four rounds and then Derek Lewis yeah. is gonna come with, a, with an uppercut. That's yeah, how most sure. Derek Lewis fights go. Yeah, sure, whatever. I can see that happening. Why not? That's my guess. I don't know. I don't I I cannot see Dana White cutting John Jones. That is such a valuable asset to just cut. Um, but I don't know if this I don't buy that that fight's gonna necessarily happen. Well, what's going to happen is all Dana White has is contractually obligated to do is offer these guys three fights a year. So he'll offer him the Nganu fight. If he declines, okay, now I'm going to offer you a Stipe fight. He declines that. 
okay, now I'm going to offer you surreal gain, whatever it is. You know, they'll just keep this cat and mouse yeah. game going. I agree with you. He's, they're not going to cut him. They're not going to want him to go to, to Bellator. No. Um, go ahead, Rich. Well, here's the thing, too. I think John Jones. I think John Jones thinks he's more valuable than what he really is. I mean, yeah. his, his name, his name is tarnished a hundred percent. Like, like, is he the goat? Yes, but he's the goat with the fucking asterisk and a caveat, right? Yes. How many fights have you been dirty? How long does shit stay in your system that you have fucking picograms or whatever yeah. the fuck they're called? in right. your system and and the fucking usada has to say well the picograms aren't helping him fucking get any better so he's good now he can fight dirty he yeah. can fight fucking dirty that's crazy yeah. i think he's lost his fucking luster i think he thinks that he's like a conor mcgregor where conor mcgregor fucking wants to fight and conor's getting like three four million immediately i think john jones is probably getting 800 900 maybe I don't know if he's getting in the million. Fucking DC was only making 800. So here's the difference. I, Everybody knows who Conor McGregor is. Everybody. Yeah, that's the difference. Even okay. if you don't watch UFC, I guarantee you, if I go ask my girl right now who John Jones is, she is not going to know. But yeah. mostly everybody knows who Conor McGregor is. That's yeah, the difference. John Jones, is, John Jones is a star amongst people who like fighting. That's it. It's he's not a right. mainstream star. He doesn't really do much outside of this. Connor does that. Ronda Rousey did that for a time. Um, Jorge Masvidal, I guess you could say, has kind of made a name outside of UFC a little bit. But uh, John Jones isn't that guy. And yeah, his reputation is tarnished at this point. Yeah, he's hard to root for too. He's just really hard to root for. Very unlikely. Yeah, one hundred percent, bro. One hundred percent. Like he's very like. I mean, I, I actually lost all the love for that guy and respect when he hit that pregnant lady, came back, took the drugs and the money out of his car and then ran away again. <laughs> like, like that was it for me, dog. That's that it. Was it for me. That is a line to cross. Yeah. You know, he's so fucking arrogant too. like his entrance. Every time he's fought since he's come back, he's spinning around in a circle in the back and it's playing that queen song where the lyrics are, I've done my time. I've committed no crime. Oh Lord. Like he just can't admit yeah, it. Like, he's so on, far man. into the slide, dude. Dude. It, it probably doesn't help that his last, if I remember correctly, his last two fights at, at light heavyweight were a little bit on the lackluster side. Like he wasn't, he wasn't super exciting in those fights. If I'm remembering correctly, I thought he lost to Dominic Reyes. 100%. I thought the same thing. Yeah. There was even people thinking that he lost to um, black Thor, but for sure. I thought he lost to Dominic Reyes. I did think he beat um, black Thor, but, but, for sure, he lost to Dominic Reyes, in my opinion. Yeah, but, that seems to be consensus. So that's not that's not helping his case that he that he left light heavyweight under those conditions. Absolutely. All right, boys. Well, that'll do it for the this episode. Thanks for joining, and we'll catch you guys next month. Or whenever. <laughs> See you, Later. boys. Good night.